designing your website as a creative entrepreneur. So welcome and today I'm going to be talking about websites and I think one of the main stumbling blocks for creative people is always technology. Often this puts people off starting their own business or taking it beyond the Etsy or Instagram feed kind of level. So today I thought I'd give you some top tips on choosing and implementing your own website with minimum fuss. So I've had my own website now in various forms for about 11 years. I began with WordPress and then a couple of years ago, I switched to Shopify for my products and Squarespace for my coaching, branding and photography services. I no longer have my products, so I'm just on Squarespace now. Um, So I have always built all of my websites and um, I've actually really kind of enjoyed the process and that control of being able to try different looks out and kind of build it myself um, and I've actually started doing it for quite a lot of my coaching clients lately um, and I just thought I would talk to you a little bit more detail today and help you make some decisions if you're wondering where to go with it. So, so first off why did I switch from WordPress? So to be honest, it's because I'd had the website for a really long time. I'd added to it. I changed it bit by bit. The design had become a bit diluted. Everything was a bit clunky because I'd changed my offerings a few times. And I had loads of plugins all doing different things. And to be frank, it was costing a lot more than it needed to. It also broke a lot. And again, mostly because it had been through so many iterations it was just really no longer fit for purpose it wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing it wasn't bringing me in clients it wasn't converting people once they came to the website to see what there was because it was just not very easy to navigate by um, the people that were supposed to be using it Um, so I decided to have a clean start I split my shop off onto Shopify because it's so easy for e-commerce and I put all of my services onto my Squarespace website which is what you see today Um, And I loved the beautiful sleek designs of Squarespace. I loved that it was easy to use and it was really intuitive to build. So having come from a WordPress background, I thought it was going to take me a really long time to kind of get to grips with Squarespace and that it was going to be a bit of a learning curve. But actually, do you know what? I got into it pretty quickly and I love it now. So um, and even running both of these new websites, so the Shopify website and the Squarespace website, it was still cheaper than my WordPress. I couldn't believe it. I was so happy. Um, So how do you go about choosing the right platform for you? So, um, and also I just want to sort of add in here that I don't get any affiliate things and there's no financial benefits for me kind of promoting these things. These are, are the things that I'm telling you that I really love because I personally use them and they are working really, really well for me. I would never recommend things that I don't use myself. So now I would always go to Squarespace for portfolio or service based businesses. So for me as a coach and a photographer, Squarespace is amazing and Shopify for product-based businesses. So when I used to sell all of my silk ribbons and things like that, Shopify was amazing. So yes, Squarespace does have a shop facility, which is fine if you have a handful of, say, digital products like I do that complement your services. But Shopify is hands down the easiest e-commerce solution right now for anyone who is selling products, in, in my humble opinion. So The first thing that I do with my coaching clients if they want help with their websites is to get them to write down a list of must-haves for their website. So these are the things that are absolutely non-negotiable that they've got to have. So things like an about page, a sales page, 
uh, shop uh, portfolio, things like that, the things that you absolutely need to have. And then a separate list of like the nice to have things. So the things that, um, you know, you feel like you might like to have later on, but they're not sort of essential right now. Um, but it maybe it allows for growth or it may allow maybe allows you to do things, you know, from the off that you might have thought that you might have to wait for. So things like podcast modules. So obviously I'm talking to you on the podcast that I host on my own website, on my Squarespace website. Um, it goes out on Apple Podcasts and it's um, relatively easy to set up with Squarespace. And, um, you know, it wasn't something that I had wanted right from the off, but it was really nice to have that opportunity to build this out. So you also might want some maybe video options or you might want to consider integrations with other platforms like your email list, Zoom, for instance, teaching platforms maybe you're on if you run courses. Um, you might want meeting booking systems. So I things like I use uh, Acuity for scheduling so people can get on and book like their discovery course, for instance. And that's all um, hosted on my website as well. So that's really nice and integrated. Um, so again, as I said, the things that you, you might like to have, but maybe aren't essential and high on your list right now. But it's good to know sort of where you might want to go with your business in the future so that you can scale without having to kind of redo a whole website. So let's focus on Squarespace for a moment. Um, so you can obviously build your own design on Squarespace if you want to. Um, you know, if you're like a CSS ace and you're like used to building your own stuff and you're quite kind of con confident technically, um, then you might want to kind of have that control and also have something that's really unique to you and build your own. Um, but if you're not kind of pretty sickly techy savvy and you just want a website that work that works and looks good, then I would go for a theme template um, and it will save you a lot of time and look much better if, you know, if you don't have those skills. So um, there's some really, really great themes out there um let's even for like free ones on squarespace you can have a look at my actual favorite theme template shop is square muse i use them myself and they are utterly beautiful again i don't get any kickback for saying this you know i just use, i'm telling you that they're great because i use them and i love them they're really beautiful designs um and square muse are really really great at actually um designing things not, not only look great but that they actually convert so they're really really well designed for actually selling and promoting your services rather than just that lovely aesthetic that they are also known for so you know definitely have a really really good look around at what these templates um, are offering um, and it's very easy to be seduced by ones that have really beautiful photography for instance on them or have like really lovely branding um, but obviously those, those don't come with the theme so you need to be looking more at does the layout suit so you do the um the pages the page options that are there look good to you um are, is the things that you're selling going to fit into that theme really really easily or are you going to have to kind of do a little bit of um, moving around of things so try not to be seduced too seduced by by the, the beauty of them and try and look at the functionality first and foremost with that list that i recommended that you that you draw up before you start um with um and the, with the Square Muse ones, there's also the options to buy like individual pages or things like um, sales pages or um, portfolio pages and things like that as well. You don't have to buy sort of the full back if you don't want to. But I personally um, have bought their main template and then I have um, used some of their add on things as I've grown. So um, there's lots of great options there. 
Um, also, their blog is really, really helpful as well. If you're building a Squarespace site, the Square Me's blog has got some really, really great advice and help um, articles. So definitely recommend that you go and check those out. Um, so, yeah, the portfolio options and sales pages are really superb. So particularly if you struggle with writing website copy, they have loads of helpful hints in there about what to put in each section actually in the template itself, which, um, you know, I found really great because I, you know, don't have a sales background. So writing sales copy has always been a bit of a hurdle of mine um, and they really helped me get better at it. So, yeah, go check them out. Um, I also really like that you only pay for what you really use with Squarespace. So there's loads of add-ons available, like their scheduling systems, email lists, shop, you know, all of those kind of things. Um, But you only have to pay for them if you're using them. So it makes it really affordable straight away. But it also allows you to grow your business, um, you know, as, as you scale your business, you can kind of let it grow with you. So you're not having to kind of rebuild your website all the time. You can just actually um, let it grow with you, which I really, really like. Um, So um, let's move on now to Shopify. So similarly with Squarespace, I would always go for one of their themes. The premium ones have some really lovely designs and they're fairly simple to implement. They're not, it's not quite as easy, I would say for, well, for me, certainly I found Squarespace to be more intuitive than Shopify, but it's not bad. Um, it also allows you to have really other great options on Shopify, things like point of sale. So if you're doing like trade fairs or markets, things like that, you can just have like the point of sale on your phone, which is really great. Um, you can have worldwide shipping designations. You can accept multiple, multiple payment gateways, um, actually far more than Squarespace offers. So you can have things like Google pay, Amazon pay, Apple pay, as well as like the obvious ones like PayPal and credit cards. Um, It also has really great uh, fulfillment options and things like local pickup um, options too. So it just makes the whole process selling physical products incredibly easy. Um, And it's also good for digital products too. Um, You just add in different apps to help you build the different types of um, add-ons that you want in much the same way as Squarespace. Squarespace. So um, both Squarespace and Shopify have really excellent integrations with social media as well, um, as well as analytics as well. So you can see how your site is performing. Uh, And this is particularly great if you are a bit of a technophobe and you find Google Analytics to be a little bit overwhelming. The way that Shopify and Squarespace um, show their analytics is um, a lot more um, intuitive for the sort of non-techie person. So that's a really great option um, for that perspective as well. So the next thing that I really wanted to talk about with you was like how do you go about setting them up Um, and obviously as I've said it's always going to be how easy you find it is always going to be how easy you find techie stuff generally I mean it it, it comes down to that really. Um, Squarespace as I say I have found easier generally although Shopify is not too bad once you get used to it and I found that their support is very responsive and helpful so um, you know, if, if you aren't particularly techie and you are struggling, you know, their their help and support, like their chat function is really great. And, um, you know, they, they tend to be pretty quick at sorting something out or telling you how to sort it, sort it out. So um, and also all of their help pages and documentation pages are pretty good on both Shopify and Squarespace as well. So you can usually find a really helpful page that actually takes you through whatever you're trying to do step by step without necessarily having to get onto um, onto their the support. So 
just now I thought I would give you a little list of all of the things that it can be really, really helpful to have ready before you kind of dive into building. Because I think a lot of us get excited. We like, we like, you know, we buy the theme. We've got our, we've got our domain name, and it's like, let's go, let's go. Um, but actually, if you do a bit of prep beforehand and you get a whole load of things ready it can really make it a lot easier and be a little bit less frustrating and you should be able to kind of zoom through and get it done in a bit of a quicker time. So number one, have your images correctly sized. So this is something that a lot of people don't do unless you're a photographer and you're used to doing it, of course. Um, but get all your images sized to the right pixel sizes. So your theme or your template documentation should tell you what these are. So it's usually like, you know, something like 1500 pixels on the long edge, for instance, or 1500 pixels wide, regardless, or you know, something like that, or, um, you know, 2000 or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, so make sure that you resize all of your images. Um, you can do that using, um, you know, there's, a, there's various different apps that you can use to do that. Um, I use Lightroom when I'm exporting all my photography images. So I tend to like export at the right size. Um, but once they're at the right pixel size on the long edges or the, you know, whatever, whatever the theme is requiring, I always run mine through JPEG mini or tiny PNG. That's tiny PNG to compress them and make them smaller without loss of quality. So they don't slow mine or my clients sites down. So that's a really, really great thing to use. Um, because if you've got a slow website, then people lose patience and they click off really quick. So, um, and also Google doesn't like it. If your if your image if your images are well um, sized and compressed, then it should make your website run really really nice and quickly. And Google likes that too. So, similarly with your logo files, make sure you have them as PNGs, not JPEGs, for website use, and that they are also correctly sized. And you can run them through Tiny PNG as well. Um, have a list of all of your full media, social media URLs, not just the handles, so that you can copy and paste them in easily. Have all of your login details and passwords to hand. So things like PayPal, Google, Facebook, if you just have them all to hand, it just makes it so much easier when you're running through the setups. Have all of your codes and your IDs ready. So like your Facebook pixel ID, if you're thinking about running ads, your Google Analytics ID, so that you can track your analytics well you know, all of those kind of things. And you might need other um, other codes and things like, you know, if you're running um, like newsletters or if you've got your like your PayPal things and stuff like that. So then you want to make sure that you've got all of your copy written. So having it all in, you know, in sort of Word documents and stuff is, is much, much better than just write, typing it directly into your website. Not least because if for any catastrophic reason, um, the website goes down or you or you lose some of your revisions. If you've got them all in, in Word documents, then they're e really easy to copy and paste back in. So it's always a good, good way to kind of work anyway, just to have those backups. So have all of your terms and conditions written, your policies written, um, you know, any contracts kind of type stuff, have that all ready to go. And then, of course, you're going to want to have all of your page text written as well. So all of your copy done. So like your about page, your services, like what your offerings are. Um, you want to have all of that written. You then want to have all of your brand colours ready as well. So you need them as hex numbers. So 
they're the ones that have the hashtag in front of them and say like you know hashtag e1 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 something like that it's a gray i think um um you know so have them all as hex numbers so you might need to convert them if you only have them say as like rgbs or cmyks um but if you just do a quick google search about converting then you should be able to do that really really easily um and then you, your hex numbers are the numbers that you need to tell the website what colors you want so like if you want if you've got some like background colors or like section colors or if you want to have different colors on different headings for instance things like that have all your brand font files ready as well so um obviously shopify and squarespace have um you know a reasonable number of inherent fonts that are already in there but if you've had some nice swanky branding done and you've got some very specific um, brand fonts then you're going to need the files there ready to upload that's a bit trickier so um, you might need help doing that if you're again if you're not techie um, and you need help with uploading like specific fonts then that can get a little bit more tricky so um, you know if you haven't chosen your fonts already having a look at the ones that come with the theme that you've bought or what is available inherently on Squarespace or Shopify is a good place to start because that makes it really, really easy. You want to have all of your domain details ready. So like, um, you know, like for instance, if you've bought it on Google or GoDaddy, um, it will, you need to have all of that kind of ready to go because you'll need to be able to point your website to the right URL. You want to have your email set up as well. So wherever you've got your email set up, you need to be have to have access to that. And you also want your newsletter sign up list ready. So I use Squarespaces myself and um, I recommend Flowdesk for, for well, for either, uh, um, but specifically for Shopify, Flowdesk is really good and it's got an integration with Shopify as well. Flowdesk is really nice just for emails anyway. It's just really easy to set up. It looks really great um, and is about the going rate. So, you know, whatever you're paying for, for, for your newsletter list, that, you know, it's a pretty good option. Um, there's loads of other ones out there, you know, but if you don't have one already, then Flowdesk is a good place to start. Um, I would then also, if you're product based, I would create a spreadsheet of your products. So with things like title, description, price, any variations, for instance, like colour and size. Again, just so that it's really easy for you to like copy and paste all of that information in when you're ready to go. Um, you'll also want to think about things like categories for your shop. So I would recommend having you know, sort of five or six categories where you can, um, that all of your products will sit sit within. Um, and similarly with your blog, you want to decide what kind of blog categories you're going to have. Um, again, I think like, you know, four or five is quite a nice number. Um, doesn't stop you adding in more later on or changing them later on, but it's nice to kind of start off with that, you know, a good understanding of, of what kind of content you're going to be putting out. So, I'm going to end it there. I, I hope you found this kind of brief overview of useful. You know, obviously, um, you know, you if you find it all a bit too much and the tech side of things is just like, it's just horrible to con contemplate, then do get in touch. I'm happy to help you work out the best choice for you and, and implement everything if you need it or help you just choose themes or, you know, anything like that. So do get in touch if I can help you there. But thank you for listening and I will see you next time.